listening to the Simple Pen Podcast, Pinterest for business advice that goes down smooth and easy. Here's your host, Kate All. Hey everyone, today I have a special guest, Jillian Tober Leslie. She is the creator of Catch My Party with her husband. She started this website in 2009, and together they have built it into the largest party ideas site on the web. In 2013, Jillian and David built a pop-up tool to grow their social media following. It worked so well, they currently have over 500,000 Pinterest followers and close to 85,000 Instagram followers. They turned it into a separate company called MiloTree to offer the pop-up tool to other bloggers. Currently, bloggers can embed the pop-up on their blogs and grow their Pinterest, Instagram, and Facebook followers. Soon, bloggers will be able to collect email addresses too, which you know I'm a big fan of growing your email using Pinterest or any other social platform. Jillian received her BA and MBA from Stanford. She started her career at the Walt Disney Company and before launching Catch My Party, worked as both a television writer and a screenwriter in Hollywood, which sounds so fascinating. So (laughs) welcome to the show, Jillian. Thank you for having me, Kate. I'm so happy to be here. I know. It's so exciting. And just for those who are listening, a little backstory. So I heard about, I came across the Milo Tree app and I had been hearing kind of like whisperings of it for a while. And so I was super sick in bed in May and I came across it and I thought, and actually, I don't know if you messaged me. I think I, I messaged you. I think you did too. I was, I was dying a slow death of <laughs> influenza B. It was awful. Um, but I thought this is awesome. I'm I really love this. I not only love that it's super easy to use, but I want to test it. And that's really important to me for anything, any type of information I share is I really want to test if this works. Can I do it? And I am not a tech person at all. So I tried it and attempted it and I loved it. And I actually had my assistant try it. And she was skeptical at first too, which some people are with new kind of plugins or pop-ups or whatever. And she put it on her site and she normally gets about 17 Pinterest followers per day. And the next day she got 35 and it's continued to grow from there. So anyway, I am super excited to just dig into your story, not just about Catch My Party, but Milo Tree. And I'm just fascinated by the ingenuity and super excited if you can't. <laughs> so, so let's first by start by talking about... Um, Tell me a little bit about your story behind Catch My Party and how that came to be and how it kind of integrated to with Pinterest and when you got started over there. Absolutely. So my husband uh, has always worked in technology. I was a writer and we had this vision that we wanted to start a company together. So uh, back in 2009, we came up with this idea for Catch My Party. And the funny thing about the internet is you co-create with your users So we initially came up with this idea that we wanted to do a social photo sharing site for teen girls. Oh, Uh, My husband was working at MySpace at the time, which was just all teens. So what we did was we hired some developers and we built this site. And then we had that chicken and egg problem, which is, okay, we're this photo sharing site, but we need photos on our site. 
in order for people to want to come to our site. So there I am. I'm like this 30-something-year-old woman, and I'm like weirdly stalking teen girls <laughs> to see if they would share photos of their sweet 16s and their quinceañeras and their proms and bar bat mitzvahs, and it was like crickets. And then weirdly what happened was moms with Etsy shops who sold party goods started putting photos up on our site and sharing their parties because we, of course, are very much about like add links to you, add links to your shop. You know, we're here to promote you. And so I remember saying to my husband one day, I'm not sure teen girls are going to think it's cool to put their party photos up on a site with strawberry shortcake parties (sighs) and like superhero parties. And then we looked at each other and said, maybe this is our site. And that was so interesting. And I think that that, like our best, like light bulb ideas have been where we've just listened more than we've kind of, you know, we, we have a hypothesis, but then when it doesn't work, we kind of look around and go, wait, what is working? And that is a big, a big thing I've learned, which is to always kind of see what is working and go toward that. Right. Absolutely. I think that's good. It's such good advice for people to listen to because so often we go towards what's working for other people yes. and we see their success and we go, Oh, I want that. Yes. But that's not working for you. Yes. It, it is. It is. I think it's like a rare, um, a rare gift to be able to kind of listen and also to recognize when something isn't working. And to pull, like one of, when people will say, well, so what are the biggest mistakes you've made? I would say it's that. It's that we think something's going to work and it doesn't work. So we hang in there and we keep trying and trying and trying until we recognize, oh gosh, this is, you know, we've lost six months. Yeah. That's a big one. The time. Yeah. Because people don't realize how much time it takes to create content, to really um, get, I guess, steam behind what you're doing. And if you take six months working on something that's just a dud, you're done, you know? So then how did Pinterest play into all of this? So what's very funny is, so my husband is very technical. And so I'm saying to him, please, can you get our our developers to build me a way so that I can save photos on our site? People upload, just so you know, Catch My Party is a site where it's it's user-generated content. People upload photos of their parties. And then I Mm. blog about it. And so... Let's say I wanted to do a roundup of uh, Mickey Mouse parties. Well, I needed a way to to like be able to save photos from different parties so that I could then use them later in blog posts. And I kept saying to my husband, please, <sighs> please build this for me, please. And um, because, you know, he has a huge list of things, all mm-hmm. of a sudden Pinterest showed up. And it was like this, you know, bookmarking place where you could store stuff. And so I started using Pinterest very early, but as a way to help me so that I could keep my content more organized so that I could then use it in blog posts. Genius. So again, and so it was not you weren't even thinking about the business. I had part. no idea. It was just this cool thing where I would like look at my husband and be like, look, I can save stuff here, you know? And so it, and then and then it was good because he didn't have to build this for me because there was a way for me to save photos. And then all of a sudden what we noticed was we were getting traffic from Pinterest. Mm-hmm. Surprise, surprise. It was like, yeah. whoa, wait a second. All of a sudden we're digging into our analytics. And we're like, hey, this, I think, again, it's that idea of you discover what's working and even accidentally. And then we're like, we need to go this way. Mm, So when we recognized that, we decided that we needed to focus on Pinterest. 
So would you say, so 2009 you started, what year, was that like 2010, 2011? Uh, I don't know. I want to say, let's see. It was probably, when did Pinterest start? 2009. Okay. So probably, oh, definitely by 2010. Okay. Yeah. It was like lingering. I guess it was 2010, actually, now that I think about it. It was kind of fuzzy in there. Yes. So we got an early invitation, but again, we weren't using it for business. Mm-hmm. I was using it as like a pin board. And then we started to notice pretty early that we were getting traffic. And so we said, let's grow this. Got it. And so since then, is Pinterest now your number one source oh, of traffic? Oh, by far. <laughs> by, by far. far. Okay. By far. And and it has been. And so again, what we realized, like our content aligns well with Pinterest. We are photos, we are beautiful photos, we are parties, we are female. So it's like, and again, we didn't plan this. It just, it just showed that, oh, okay, we could, we could kind of line up with Pinterest. And then you converted to a business account, correct? And got all yes, the- Yes, very early. Okay. Like as soon as Pinterest would roll out stuff, we would be on it. That's so good. I've heard, I've had a few people come to me lately and say they have not converted to a business mm. account and they're nervous about it. And I'm like, what? No, no. Yes. If you have not converted to a business account, please do. It's so important. And, and the best thing about a business account, it, there are a couple things, but one is you get analytics. And yes. I'm such a believer in analytics, again, because we've learned so many times that just like our gut instinct most of the time or a lot of the time our gut instinct is right. But there have been times when our gut instinct has been so wrong and it's yeah. like go to the numbers. Go to like learn. Mm-hmm. And yes. I believe that with analytics on Pinterest, you can figure out how to grow your business. Yes, for sure. And you can see exactly what your people exactly. like based on what they're pinning. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then go, I'll make more of that. Yes. I, I try to stress to people a lot that it's like a hidden content creator. Yes. yes. And you can just generate all these ideas and people kind of look at me blankly like, what? And I'm like, if people already like this, make more of it. Absolutely. If they, you know, continue to replicate, but just with a twist, what it is you're seeing that they like. Exactly. And the, and the thing too is that it's like a great testing ground. So what we try to do of course, we pin our own stuff, but we also pin stuff from kind of the Pinterest ecosystem and from blogs and things. And then we see what does well on our page. And so if, for example, I don't know, some uh, La La Loopsie pin is doing really well and we have La La you know, that's not ours, but we right. have content that is similar we will, again, we won't steal their idea, but we'll create something that might fit with that because our audience is already telling us we like La La Loopsie pins. Mm, yes, exactly. Don't just look at your own stuff. Exactly. Look at what the other content. So real quickly, yeah. a lot of people are always curious because this is a big question in the blogger world is how often do you pin uh, and what type of scheduler do you okay, use? So, people are always curious Okay, so we use Tailwind. We were also really early on Tailwind. Mm-hmm. And I, I really love it as a scheduler. And we have, um, we pin, I would say, 60, around 60 pins a day okay. using our scheduler. And we pin, because again, we have content that people are uploading to our site. We pin probably 60 to 70% our own content which I know that is kind of, you know, considered a no-no. But again, this is No, where- it's actually, it's okay. Pinterest has said, you know, 
when I asked them, yep. actually, they were they had said, you know, pin two thirds of your own, okay. pin a third of other people. Right. So right. you're you're good. So we try to be really good Pinterest citizens. Like we want to mm-hmm. play by their rules because they yeah. are rewarding us. Mm-hmm. So, for example, we try to pin really beautiful pins from our site and from other sites. Like we pin both within Pinterest, like we'll repin other people's content, but we will also pin from other blogs mm-hmm. to bring new content into Pinterest. Yes, that's a great practice. And then we will also follow year. like power pinners, like pinners every day, uh, new pinners to show that we care about the platform and that we're really mm-hmm. trying to be of service. Okay, so this is a good bridge then as we're talking about followers. So you started to notice that you were growing on Pinterest. Then what was the aha moment behind Milo Tree? Like, so what we did was we had our developers build a pop-up to grow. So it was just for us. Like we were not thinking about this as a business. This was because Pinterest was so important to us and is so important to us. We, need to, we needed to figure out a way to grow our followers. So we created a pop-up asked our followers to follow us on Pinterest and it worked so well that what we did was we said, huh, we started to think about our pop-up in a new way. We started to think about it as a container that we could then put anything into. So then we created the same pop-up and and created an Instagram version of it and we put it on our site and we started growing our Instagram followers. Again, kind of effortlessly. If you have traffic to your blog, and you put use our pop-up, chances are it will work. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. then we're like, wow. And so we started to really think about this idea of a container. And then we've rolled out a Facebook version so that you can use the same pop-up and you can hook up your Facebook account and you can grow Facebook. And then what we did was we said, how about if we enable people to grow multiple platforms using this same container but the way it works is if a visitor comes to your site and you've hooked up your pinterest account it will show pinterest if you've also hooked up your instagram account the next time that visitor comes back to your site Mm. especially if it's within a certain i think that our free version the frequency is seven days so if that visitor comes back to your site after seven days they'll see the instagram pop up Ah, okay. And, I wondered how that and worked. And if, in fact, then go. you've also hooked up your Facebook, then if they come back seven days later, they'll see Facebook. So, uh, you know, one thing we notice because we work with so many bloggers is that, like, there's, like, this pop-up craziness going on. Mm-hmm. You go to somebody's site and it's, like, follow me on. You're inundated. You're inundated. And, and it's, like, it's too, it's, like, too many mustards to choose from at the grocery store. Right. It's like so what it, and so I'm really I I believe very much that you can ask your audience for one thing, but you mm. can't ask them for ten things or even yeah. four things. It's just too much it's overload. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so being very intentional about what you want to grow is is how we think about it. So then as you're building it, mm-hmm. so um and you're testing mm-hmm. it. How long did it take you to do that and then transition to, hey, we can market this to other bloggers? We probably had it on our site for a year, a year and a half before. Again, it's that thing of noticing where things are working. And we're mm-hmm. like, wow, this is really performing for us. It was just Pinterest. This is re- and by the way, well, we can talk about this later, but right now we only have the pop-up set to Pinterest for us, for, our, for Catch My Party. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we can grow the other platforms, but Pinterest is so valuable to us that it's worth right. it for us to grow Pinterest. And it's especially good to note because that's your number one source of traffic exactly. and it's where people are finding you. So if you can continue to not only you know, catch the Pinterest traffic as they come to your site, but capture them as a follower exactly. so they can continue to see your content. That's just building one upon the other. It's, it's And what I, I call it a feedback loop, right? So mm. typically somebody, uh, you know, in today's world, people will come to your site predominantly through some social network, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And so, or maybe through Google or something, but usually now, you know, it used to be back in the day, you'd come to somebody's blog and you'd come to their homepage, And now you come through all different doors Mm -hmm. into your site. So typically, let's say you're a user, you're you're on Pinterest, you're planning a birthday party, and it's a strawberry shortcake party, and you go and you look up strawberry shortcake ideas, and typically we'll have content there. And Mm -hmm. so chances are you will like land on one of our pins, and maybe you click in, and you click to our site from Pinterest, and then boom, our pop-up will show and say, like us on Pinterest. So you've just come from Pinterest to our site, so you understand that we are on Pinterest, and then you're more apt to follow us. Right. That's a good feedback loop. I like that. Yeah, so instead of then going, wait, follow us on Facebook, it's like, wait, what? Well, I don't know from Facebook. Yeah, it doesn't right. translate. So it's like trying That's to so find true. these places where, oh, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yes. So then we, oh, okay. you yep. tested and for then- a year and a half. And, and then when did you start going, okay, we're going to send this to bloggers. And then okay. what was the so response? We were really confident because we'd had this year and a half of understanding that this worked. And, you know, there's something powerful about building something to scratch your own itch that then works that you just again it's that idea of like this wasn't just a hypothesis we had that this would work we kind of knew it would work so what we did was so we had to we had to change it and build it out so that you know there was an interface that people could download it and add it to their sites and we had some early testers and what they said was wow this really works And so again, you know, as long as somebody is coming to your site and seeing it, chances are it will convert. And the reason why is because we do a variety of things to the pop-up. One, we personalize it with your Pinterest account, your Instagram account, or your Facebook account. So it's not just like, hey, like there's social proof there. This is, you know, something you care about something that looks good because these are your pins that are showing up um, in the pop-up or your Instagram post, that kind of thing. Um, And two, we've made it, uh, how would I describe it? It's noticeable, but it's not obtrusive. It just kind of pops up gently Mm. from the right. It doesn't take over your screen. It doesn't shake in your face. And and it's lightning (laughs) fast because we care so much about Mm -hmm. performance. Mm-hmm. And I will say too, really quickly, that um, if somebody is thinking about installing it and they're yes. not techie and they're already like, oh, installing a plugin or a pop up, I have to say that I am not a techie person. I <laughs> run for the hills when I hear oh, the word yes. cPanel. But I did it laying in bed with a flu in a matter yeah. of five minutes, and it was really easy. And I felt like it was um, oh, intuitive. Good. And I appreciate any type of apps or plugins that are intuitive because I'm not second guessing totally. if I've done it right. I didn't yep. have any of that. So I just have to, 
you know, affirm that you guys have created Thank it you. well for people to install it efficiently without Again, wasting that's a really ton of time. To us. So we made sure to have a WordPress plugin that's easy to install. But if you're not on WordPress, let's say you're on Shopify or big commerce or who knows what other, like uh, Squarespace, you can install it with a mm. snippet of code of JavaScript onto your blog and it will work. And if That's you, so great. I love it. Yeah. And if, if you have any difficulty, email me at Jillian at, catch my, at MiloTree.com. You could do it at either one. Uh, Jillian at MiloTree.com and we'll walk you through it. So did you have any pushback from people who were hesitant or skeptical? Yes. Um, or no? I would say oh. a little bit because people, uh, it, it, like they didn't quite understand, like, wait, I get this for free? You're giving this away for free? Um, mm-hmm. Like what's mm-hmm. kind of what's the, like what's the catch? Um, and also, and what we will say to people is like, and a lot of times <laughs> – People's blogs, because they're, you know, we're all like, I'm not very technical. My husband is, but I'm not, you know, their blogs have a lot Mm -hmm. going on. And so they would end up having technical problems, but it turns out that it was not our pop-up because actually our pop-up, our pop-up is, uh, it's very robust. It's very hearty. It will work. And so, so a lot of times people are like, oh, it's not working. But then we dig in and go, oh, you want to know why? Because you've got something else on your site that's blocking this, which is blocking this, which is, so we are able to help people. That's good. Yeah. And then I think they were able to recognize, and again, we're not trying to sell them. We're just saying, you know, here's how to get it to work. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. So where is Milo Tree at now? Like what's your, um, where are you at in terms of users? And then where do you hope to go? We've had, we're up to close to 1500 people have installed it on their blogs. Yeah. Again, and I guess, you know, it's one of those things where it's like go toward what's working. And this was, you know, it was, it's been like, we've, we've paid, we've done no paid promotion. It's literally been word of mouth. It's somebody uses it, they mm-hmm. like it, and they share it. So people share it in Facebook groups or to friends, that kind of thing. And it's so only now are we going, okay, how do we continue to grow this? You know, like, oh, we have to spend money? You're like, you know, that's like totally new to us, right. uh, which again has, has uh, and other companies have approached us like, hey, we want to work with you, like out of the blue, like we saw your pop up, we want to work wow. with you. You know, we create these other tools. Mm-hmm. How can we integrate that kind of thing? So that's exactly that's really it's, it's been very validating. Mm, yeah, that your work is yeah, paid and off. That we're on to something. So, so what we again, if if you think about the pop up as a container, what we plan, what we're building out now is the ability to capture email addresses with it. And then mm-hmm. after that, okay. we are plan. I'm looking at our big whiteboard with roadmap. Uh, we will have YouTube, so you can grow YouTube. Oh, we, wow. we will be able okay. to grow Snapchat. Oh yes, everybody's um, big on and Snapchat. Also, then we have some other features where we will set. We're adding a delay, so right now it'll pop up pretty quickly when somebody comes to your site. But let's say you want to wait till somebody scrolls on your page, then we can set that also. You could set you could set that so that it will like pop after a certain amount of time or somebody does an action on your page. Oh, okay. 
and will it integrate with most yes. email yes. We'll service providers? Okay. Mailchimp, some of the big ones, and then at, it will build from there. Okay. Um, and do most people use it for Pinterest, or do you find that it's switching towards all three, or focus so on I'm, Instagram? Oh, so we just dug do into ten- the numbers, and it turns out that. 71% of the people that use it are using it. Now, again, you can you can hook up multiple accounts. But right now, 71% mm-hmm. of the pop-ups are Instagram, followed by, six, by Pinterest, which is 66%, followed by Facebook, which is 42%. Okay, that kind of makes sense with where we see everybody kind of moving yes. and shifting in social. You know, they're kind of shifting yep. more away from Facebook unless they have... One of the favored pages. (laughs) Yeah. So, and then the same too. We know Pinterest has changed a lot as well. So people are kind of shifting more to Instagram. So those are really good stats. Yeah. But personally for us as our business, you know, like Catch My Party is our bread and butter. And I will say that for us, Instagram is about brand building, but we get very little traffic from Instagram. So if, for example, Instagram is important for us for working with brands, for promoting, you know, I want you to add your party photos to our site. So I will show them off on Instagram and tag you. So hopefully you will get followers and then you'll go, oh, I threw another party. I will add that to catch my party. So again, feed, it's like mm. a feedback loop. So we kind of support, we, right. we support our community with our Instagram page, but it's not directly giving us traffic, whereas Pinterest directly drives traffic to us. Yeah, I've noticed that just with Instagram as a user. I don't use it a lot for business because I found that it's not really where yep. my people are at. But I find that I rarely do I click through to a website. I'm just more like a lurker. I really like seeing that behind the scenes view that Instagram gives me. But with Pinterest, I definitely am more of a click through type. You know, I repin a lot, but there's more that advantage of clicking through that's going to capture my attention with that. Like I've never bought anything off of Instagram personally, but I have definitely bought stuff off of Pinterest. Yes. And that I think the thing you said that I, I think really appeals beyond bloggers is that you could add this to totally. a Shopify store, which I know that Shopify integrates really well yeah. with buyable pins with Pinterest. So if you're selling a product on Shopify, it's really important that you add this pop-up as well because you don't just want a right. one-time sale. And especially as you add yep. the email to it, you want that email as well so you can continue to communicate and sell yep. to them as this new purchaser and buyable pins, I noticed they're becoming yep. more front and center on yep. Pinterest as well. So another good place to focus. Um, I'm trying to think, you know, I think we've gone through all of Milo tree in the story and I, I just love all of it. And for those of you who are considering it right now, I just want to follow that up with, you know, for me, I'm testing it. And so far I really like it. I don't get a lot of site traffic from Pinterest, but I like the ease of use that I could customize it. And it is, there is a free option, but I would strongly recommend that you go for the $6 a month one because it gives yes. you analytics, yes. which I need analytics to evaluate if something's working. But also I like that I could customize the colors and the look of it to match my site. So it e- it blends in even more not so much that people would ignore it, but that it matches my branding yes, really couple, well. Uh, just a, so, a couple other benefits of the paid plan is that, you know, on the free version, there's a little bit of Milo Tree branding. 
And if you get mm. the paid version, that all goes away. So it's a little more professional. Plus, the one thing that people care a lot about is frequency controls on a pop-up. And what that means yes. is how often will your visitors see it? So if they come on day one and it pops and they see it, when they come back, whether, you know, right now in the free version, it's set to seven days. So they have to wait seven days before they would ever see it again. But let's say you want people to see it a lot. You can change your frequency to one or two so it'll show every time they come or every day or every other day. Or if you really don't want to, you know, like bother them, you can set it to say to pop once every 14 days. So, and I like that you can, I just add here really quick. I liked when I set it up that you had a recommendation for me of two to three, like you suggested, which was helpful for me as a new user. I don't know. I didn't know what to pick, but I love that you you put that there. Again, because we're here to, you know, again, we've, we've used it for a long time. And so we know, you know, we know what's worked for us and for other people. Hmm. This has been really cool. I mean, I I guess the last thing I would follow up with, you know, for us in our conversation would be how do people get in touch with you? How do they oh, ask great. you questions yeah. to really figure out if this is a really if, if it's a good fit okay. for them? The easiest way is to email me at Jillian at MiloTree.com. I get all my emails. I answer all my emails. And I have to say, you know, it's funny. My husband is a technologist. Um and therefore, because because I have him, weirdly, I am not. You know, it's like it's like yeah. I can be lame because I have him. <laughs> yes, so I know I that feeling so, so well. I, I have friends like that. That technology is really hard. Um, and so, yes. if you have questions, like we even have helped people in terms of like answering them about site design or who knows what other kinds of business questions people have had. And so really we are available and I'm available to answer, you know, questions about growing social or, um, you know, just like things that we have, we've used. Like you, how you test products and see if they work for you. It's like we test all this stuff too. So for example, like I'm a big fan of Tailwind because we use it yeah, and it really works for us. Um, so it's, it's that kind of thing. So if you have questions uh, if you want strategies or whatever, just feel free to email me. So good. I love how accessible you are too, that it doesn't seem, it's a very powerful, you know, app that you've created, but yes. it's so personal. And that I think is important for people to know that there's somebody on the other totally. side who's willing to help and work through this. And I also, I think it's been great as the, yeah, I've signed up your emails that I get back are very informative and helpful for what I need to. And they're not, you don't inundate me with emails, but I get them, you know, once a week, I think, or even, and I like that you give just tidbits of information about the platforms and how to maximize your page views over there. So that's not only just a plugin that I install, but you're giving great information. So I appreciate that. And it's good sound information, which of course I always appreciate that. And I, I try to I don't, keep my information really short because I get so many yes. emails from people and it's like, it's, I look at it and it's just too much to read. I know, like, I'll go, I know there's good <laughs> stuff here, so I'll save it. I never go. And then and eventually never go I back delete to it. it. Yes. And so I try that to be so very true. mindful of like how to give, just a little bit, something you can do that will help you grow your social media 
platforms um, that you can that are actionable, and that's it. You know, so that that yeah. is definitely yeah. my kind of how I think about it. And also, we are really open to feedback. So, like, how did we learn? You know, how did we learn that we need to build or that we're building Mailchimp? First, well, because we asked our users and said, "Hey, what mail services are you using?" And Mailchimp definitely won by a lot. So we are open to, and in fact, you know, we put YouTube up on our list of of pop ups to build because people kept saying, "I want YouTube. Can we have YouTube?" So if you have ideas or features or things like that, like we're listening. Mm. Really cool. Thanks, Jillian, so much for just sharing your story and sharing about the app. And I would just encourage anybody listening to go test it out. See if it works for you. And don't just test it for like a couple days or even a couple weeks. Test yes. it for a couple months and see how it does. Because you can't really get a good, accurate picture yes. in just a week or two. It has to be a little bit more for the long haul. So test it. Give Jillian the results. Give me the results. I'd love to see screenshots and pictures and see how you're doing. And just to be able to support the, yeah, support the ingenuity. I think that's what I'm most excited oh. about. Like I said in the beginning with what you did was you followed you followed that trail what of what was, what, yeah, what works. And then it, it's this. And that's what I love about the blogging community in general is that there's so many creative people who get these creative ideas and put them into action to be helpful to other people. So oh, thank, thank you, you for, for that. I really, uh, I, I really, so, so you have good. been such a fan and I just, I appreciate it. And again, I like, I think Pinterest, <laughs> it, I, I do think Pinterest is kind of, um, I don't know how I would describe it. Almost like a sleeping giant in that it is really powerful. It is. And it will continue to get more powerful. It's such in the early days and they're making changes. And I I know that's so frustrating for people, but you know, just continuing to look at your analytics, look at what's working and following those trails, you'll be successful. It's not going to be this viral traffic like it was long ago, this overnight. But it still has the power to continue to bring traffic to your site day in and day out, month after month. And that is very huge. Exactly. Like Google is huge. Exactly. So thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Yes. Well, cool. Well, thank you for having me. All right. So here's your action item. Go to simplepinmedia.com slash MiloTree. And I want you to test out the app for yourself. You can get the free version or the paid version. I went with the paid because I want analytics and I wanted my branding. But whatever you try, just test it. People are always asking me how to get more followers. This is a really simple solution that will take you five minutes to implement. So go ahead and do it. For all the other information and show notes, go to simplepinmedia.com slash 13. And as always, thanks so much for listening.